0: Hey everyone, welcome to The Digital Divide with me, Linda Antonetti, helping you to bridge the gap between social media and connecting with classic communication skills. I hope everybody is doing well while we are still in quarantine, but getting back to life little by little, hopefully things will start opening up slowly and we'll be able to get out there and see our friends and family and coworkers sooner than later. So over these past weeks that we've been quarantined, we have all had difficulty communicating during those face-to-face interactions. And all of us have been resorting to technology, to video conference, or to um, meet with family, or to meet with friends. We even have virtual cocktail hours, right? Right. We have um, virtual meetings so that we can continue working while we are in this quarantine. The quarantine has made it very difficult for us to be around people and have those interactions that we're so used to. And I know for me, I prefer being in front of people and talking to them um, in a one-to-one situation or in a group situation. It's very difficult for me to communicate through technology. And it even took a long time for me um, to learn how to do this podcast. It was a new skill that I needed to learn. Just like anything that's new, we have to learn how to do it and how to do it correctly. And the same goes for virtual meetings, right? It, the same goes for talking to people virtually, whether it's through Zoom, Google Meets, FaceTime, Skype, all of these things that we have been utilizing to help us stay connected, whether it be personally or professionally. And I just today want to give you some techniques that are going to help you communicate and connect with those people while utilizing your technology, while having those virtual meetings, or virtual cocktails, or even I know ga- people are playing games through technology as well. I, I know of a friend who set up a card game with his friends um, through technology. So it sounds like fun, but there is a way to do it so that we still feel like we're connecting. Now, Does it take the place of being in front of that person and being able to read those nonverbal communication indicators from them? No, it actually makes it a little bit more difficult. But there are tips and things that we need to do and put into practice as we communicate virtually. So before you even start communicating virtually, You need to understand the technology that you're using. Know how to use the app that you're using. Know how to use your computer. Know how to use the microphone, okay, and the camera. So you need to be aware of those things and familiarize yourself with how the technology actually works. You don't want to get into a meeting an important meeting virtually and not know how your devices work. So it's very important that you familiarize yourself with the technology that you're using. Okay? So take some time, practice on it, play with your computer, play with Zoom or Skype or or any other kind of app, Google Meets, that you might be using to meet with your coworkers, okay? Even if you're meeting with your friends, because nobody wants to take time from that meeting to have you fumble around with your technology and figuring it out how to work just when the meeting starts. So even like when you're going into work and you're preparing for a meeting at work, you need to prepare to... Utilize your technology to communicate efficiently with whoever you're meeting with virtually. Okay, that's a mouthful, isn't it? So now there's just an extra step that you have to take to be prepared for whatever meeting you're going to, and that is just to know your device. Okay, so there are other things that you need to think of before you go to a virtual meeting, even a virtual cocktail party if it's for fun or speaking with your family and friends, whatever the case may be. Be aware of where your camera is. Like I said, you want to practice with this, but you want to talk in to the camera. You have to talk to the camera as if you're talking to a person. And that's the way you connect with people. Okay, You also need to be aware of your background space and what people are actually seeing. And this is something that we may not normally have to think about because we're usually going into an office setting that other people prepare for us. But now that we're meeting from home using our laptops and our computers... Be aware of your background. Why? You don't want that to be distracting. You want it to look professional, especially if you're having a meeting and people are going to see you and concentrate on what you're saying or you want them to concentrate on what you're saying. You don't want them to be distracted by the environment around you. So make sure you have a clean, professional background. You also still have to prepare yourself as if you are going to the meeting in an office okay so you want to dress appropriately you want to look appropriate for the meeting you have to think of it as if you are still walking into an office to go to your meeting and that you're going to see those people face to face think of it as a work environment come prepared with your materials as you would at any meeting right? You want to have an agenda. You want to have an outline and bullet points that you're going to cover, um, and have that all prepared before your virtual meeting. When you're in the meeting, you really need to learn how to use your camera. Okay. So you want your background to be clean so that it's not distracting, but you also want your body language. You need to be aware of how your body language is being seen through the camera. Okay, And we can often see ourselves. So you don't want your hands flailing around. You don't want your hands in front of the, uh, in front of the camera so it's um, covering your picture. Um, you, you just want to be aware of your body language and how you're using it. You might want to practice. Practice doing that. Practice talking in front of your camera so that you can see yourself. And w- then you can see what everybody else is seeing. You also want to be very careful when you're talking. I know that a lot of people are using their phones to do the virtual meetings. And I know it's portable. And I have friends who do this, and you know I love you, ladies. Um, but when you're moving around with that phone, it is so distracting to the people who are in that meeting with you. Please stay stationary so that I actually almost feel like I'm on a roller coaster when somebody is on the phone and they're moving around and we can see them and their whole house and the phone is going up and down and sideways. It actually gets me sick. So just be aware, just be stationary so that you can concentrate on the meeting that you're in. You know, you still have to be aware that there are people in your meeting. Okay, so don't be distracted by the people around you. Go to a quiet place. If you have a set meeting, whether it's personally or professionally, just step away from the rest of your household. Go to a quiet place so that you're not distracted. You can concentrate on the people who are in the meeting and they're not distracted by what's going on around you. Again, I have virtual meetings with my friends and sometimes, um, you know, they're, they're carrying on side conversations or even eating and opening packages. And it's so distracting to the conversation. So you need to be aware of those little things. I know we're in our own homes and it is a comfortable environment. And we feel like, you know, because we're in our homes, we can do these things. But if you're doing these things, while you are having a virtual meeting, It is very distracting to those who are attending that meeting with you. And in order to connect virtually and to make the meetings that you have personally or professionally meaningful, really pay attention to what's going on in front of you. That's how you're going to continue to make those connections even virtually. Okay, Don't be distracted because again, like those face-to-face interactions, when you're distracted during those conversations, people don't feel like they're as important to you as what's going on around you. Okay, So be careful of those side conversations. Be careful of the noise in the background. Be careful of being too comfortable and not really attending to the people in the meeting with you. And of course, still, you have to remember that you are want to show up on time, even for these virtual meetings, it's especially important to show up on time and be there. It's a scheduled meeting, just like you would have at work. So that's what you have to prepare for. Um, Even if you're meeting with friends, you don't want people waiting on you because it shows a disrespect for their time, whether it's personal or professional. If you're not showing up on time, you are disrespecting their time. And everybody's time is just as important as your own. So remember that. You also still need to remember all of those skills that we talked about um, when I was asking you questions about your communication skills. If you're talking too much, if you're asking questions, if you're dominating the conversation or not, if you're a good listener. You have to still ask yourself those questions and put those good communication skills into practice when you're interacting virtually. It's probably even more important now because I think it's easier to forget about those that are in the meeting with us. And I know there are some people who dominate conversations I know there are people who are silent because they don't ever feel like they have the opportunity to jump in because it just makes it awkward when we're interacting virtually. It's difficult really to see the appropriate time to step in and add to the conversation. So make sure you're giving everybody an opportunity to speak whether, like I keep saying, whether it's professionally or personally, make them feel like they're part of that conversation by allowing them the opportunity to speak as well. And lastly, you do want to allow for um, some flexibility, of course, because even though it's virtually and it's supposed to be in real time when we see one another um, through our devices, you know that there are glitches sometimes. There's delayed reactions. So if somebody asks a question and that person doesn't answer right away, give it a few more seconds. You, you're going to have to allow for a little bit of um, flexibility there when it comes to utilizing technology to communicate and to meet with one another because there can be glitches on other on the other end and you're not aware of it. So allow for that. Give people the opportunity to answer um, and don't just jump in because it didn't happen as quickly as you had anticipated it to happen. Okay, so those are some other things that you want to think about. Also, if you are connecting with family and friends, of course we're being empathetic and we're caring about um, the people we love and want to know what's going on in their lives but if you're meeting professionally I know we have to work you have to work and get down to business but you don't want it to appear as though you're insensitive so you want to be sure before you even start your professional meetings ask how people are doing in this crisis is everybody okay catch up just a little bit on each person attending that meeting if it's a if it's a corporate meeting um just to show that you do have empathy, that you are human and you do care and it's not all about business because we are all going through this crisis together and you want people to know that you are sympathetic and empathetic and not an insensitive person, but that you're sensitive to what they might be going through during this difficult time. And the way to do that is connecting with them by asking how they are doing, meeting them at a level that they are at in this moment in time. Okay. So that's just another thing that you, you want to consider as you are communicating virtually. So just to briefly recap the things that we need to remember as we're connecting virtually, know how to use your device, know how to use the systems that are connected to it and the camera. Also, be prepared. Just the way you would be prepared if you're going to a meeting at work or if you're going to meet friends or family. Show up on time. Show respect. Be aware of your surroundings. And just remember all of those other skills that we talk about when we are connecting during those face-to-face interactions and utilizing that appropriately as it applies to connecting virtually. So I hope this episode of The Digital Divide has helped you with some tips to connect with people virtually and make those meetings that you have with family and friends or at work more meaningful and effective so that you can connect even during this difficult time of our quarantine. I look forward to having you here again next week as I actually change the episodes up a little bit. We're going to have a little bit more fun. I will be having a co-host with me next week, and hopefully this will be a new series that I will bring up every once in a while. We will be continuing to talk about communication skills, but as it relates to reality shows. So if you are a reality show lover like I am, Um, You might enjoy listening to this where we discuss what is actually happening on some of these reality shows and why there is so much drama. And I love to watch them all the time. So I look forward to you listening to me again next week here on The Digital Divide.